0: Hello and welcome to the Michael T. Justice podcast. Thanks for listening and if you'd like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor or at Twitter at Michael T. Justice or Facebook Michael T. Justice. Hey Michael T. Um, Tim Gedrick here. I haven't stopped by your station in a long time. Just wanted to come over and say, Hey, I hope all is well and everything is going good with you. So I will let you go. I hope everything is as it should be for now. So you know who this is, Cynthia Drake from God's Gift Through His Word. Just popping over to check in and say, Hey. So I will get out of here and hopefully talk to you a little later. Take care. Now, you see, that's what I'm talking about, that there was Miss Tanika Drake just stopping in to say hi because that's what she does. She's supportive and she pops around and does that, and uh, I appreciate that. Um, so, uh, just wanted to say, you know, that's that's why she was on my list yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but... Um, I am here again, trying to do these three minutes, minimum, every day. Uh, I was listening to that guy, Tiny Leaps Big Changes again, uh, this morning, and um, he had a, uh, I thought a pretty good point, uh, once again, like to building a routine, and um, I'm going to uh, make an attempt at that. So, he was talking about uh, doing something small Setting yourself up right at the beginning of the day. This is more the middle slash end of my day because I've been up all night. But um, uh, doing some small thing, making that routine, and then adding to it every few days, you know, so you can. I don't know. He's got a concept. He's talking about a confidence bank, and I understand that. Uh, where you just kind of working on yourself sub subconscious because, uh, I know, uh, that, that that's a, a problem that I have is getting those routines built and staying with them and, and whatnot. So, uh, that's what I'm going to try and do here with these three minutes. Um, and, uh, just ramble for a minute here with this, but I was delivering, uh, papers this 4th of July weekend, obviously, and somebody had a flyer up that said, or a, uh, I don't know what you call it, like a little thing with a saying on it, (laughs) Uh, but it said, freedom isn't free, which is absolutely true, and, um, it's a cliche thing, right? I mean, I'm sure you, you'll you probably see that somewhere or uh, be something you can buy somewhere. Hell, it might be on the side of a firework, the way the things work. But uh, if you think about it, freedom isn't free. And that means that there was a price for it. And truth be told, there's a continual price for it. And, um, if you don't first off, honor the price that was paid, you know, it it, that's kind of required for you to be respectful of that freedom. And, um, That takes place in a lot of ways. You know, remembering how hard it was to get the vote for so many people. Being participatory because of that. That's honoring that price. Uh, Being participatory in the national conversation. And that's something that I've been... Sorely remiss on the last couple of months. Um, uh, it's important that uh, that we do honor that price. And you know, I think too that when you acknowledge the freedom isn't free thing, and you and you think about that you have to think about other people that are continuing to pay the price for the freedom or the level of freedom that you have because no matter who you are I'm sure that that you would not consider yourself completely free, you know what I mean you've got bills to pay. You got miles to feed. Ain't nothing in this world for free. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you probably don't. That's Casey Elephant. Ain't no rest for the wicked. But uh, that the point that 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 you're not free and the level of freedom that you have has caused you and others and you have to be respectful and think about what that cost was. And like I said, be aware and, and I and I think this is most important in this day and age because we do have such a high level of freedom that we be aware that we have such a high level of freedom compared to others. I mean, others in this country, like I said a minute ago, you know, yeah, just being aware of other people who are still struggling for their freedom. You know, I was listening to some music earlier and, you know, uh, Lionel Richie's Zoom came on and he said, uh, there's a line in there where he says, I wish this, the word they call Freedom. Someday would come. I mean, that's it's it's a continual process. I mean, I was reading an article or a headline actually uh, on my phone here a little bit ago this morning, and it said uh, Chinese used excessive force in Hong Kong like, during those recent riots, and of course, of course, they did. You know, look at the costs for freedom. Those The, the Tiananmen Square was a, 20 years ago here, a couple months ago, and I remember that thing. I remember watching that, I think it was 30 years actually, but I remember watching that guy standing in front of that tank and all those kids and they didn't win. You know what I mean? They did not win. But, it's not over because although so many of them were killed and died, there were some who got away and are remain, you know, both inside and outside of China. I don't know, I'm just kind of trying to keep up with, with this uh, challenge that I put for myself. So, I'm gonna just leave it at that for today, but just trying to remember that freedom isn't free, and you gotta fight for it, and you gotta remember that other people are still fighting for it, Uh, and it's levels of freedom, because I was doing some work this week for a buddy of mine on some landscaping, and uh, it was like 96 or 7 degrees out. And I had a pitchfork, and it was some black mulch. And I don't know if you know about mulch. I don't know a whole lot about mulch, but I can tell you this. When they drop what's 15 cubic yards in a pile in the middle of the street, and you pitchfork that into wheelbarrows, it took me... I think uh five hours a little over five hours that was primarily all i did i didn't spread it out i didn't do too much moving it from the pile to the guy that was spreading it i mostly just pitched it into that you know we had a couple of wheelbarrows doing a little chain and um I remember looking at my buddy Alex and and saying, man, you know, I hate when people say stuff like, it's as bad as slavery, like today. Because that doesn't honor the price of that, (laughs) you know. Man, it was hot as hell. And I went over and turned my car on, got in the air conditioner whenever I got a little too hot and I thought about saying oh man I'm sorry I can't help you dude I know you paying me good and everything but I got to go because this is just too much And wouldn't be nothing he can say about it ain't nobody sending no catchers ain't nobody forcing you ain't nobody beating you to make you do things so don't dishonor their price their sacrifices You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it ain't, we ain't where we need to be, because we're not. Now I'm gonna keep on rambling here, but uh, thinking about the whole point that, now I think I may have said this before, but we need more words for these discussions that we really do need to have. Uh, and that's I guess I would say part of my mission here you know uh, part of my mission here is to quote unquote have a discussion with the world about how to fix the problems that we have and, you know, when it comes to these issues and matters of race and, and racism and the effects of it, and, and you, you get into reparations, you get into all these other things, all these topics, we are sorely limited in our vocabulary. And this is not being Fixed, I think. I think we're becoming less. Like, <clears throat> like when I hear people say, you know, racism requires power, so therefore, certain people or people of color can't be racist. Well, then I, I can accept what you're trying to say. I mean, I get your point. That that is a racism that is definitely different than. The racism of i don't like so and so or i'm not going to but but the reality of it is that everybody can be racist you can be racist towards yourselves i mean I, you know I, i've shared before about you know the, the black woman that was a council person and she just assumed that i couldn't read when i was in fact the president of the student body had a pretty decent GPA. It wasn't a 4.0, but you know, um, and I'm well read. I know how to read and I'm well spoken. So she just made this jump because of what, what do we want to call it? And that's what I mean I mean you know uh, and not to mention you know just I don't like that I don't like white people now we can call it a reaction to this or that and and it may be built off of or be the result of some other things or whatever and I can again understand where you're coming from but then you got to give me some words we got to, you know maybe that's on me to coin a few phrases Um, but I am uh, that's part of my mission is to get that conversation going so I'm going to leave it there for today and um, I'm going to get back on it on a daily and uh, get these people to introduce you to because I got a list of people that are freedom fighters right like this Dietrich Bonhoeffer cat that gave up his life in the middle of the Holocaust because he just said, I'm going to preach against what you're doing. And you can kill the radio switch. I'm going to preach in my little church. You can close my church. I'm going to preach on the corner. You can pick me up and put me in a court trial and I'm going to preach to your face and then you can kill me. And just a a blip in a history that nobody knows or not enough people know about. And other people that, I don't know, that shows, because it's not, you know, I was listening to this guy talking about on a history podcast, and he was talking about the big man theory, uh, which is, you know, where we look at the kings and presidents and and warlords or chiefs and all of that stuff when we talk about the history. But so much of the history is relying on other people than what most of the history. All of the history is relying on other people besides those. Those people make decisions or take actions or do certain things but even they are being influenced by the the time and tide of history right by the ebb and flow and by individuals other individuals who create those waves freedom Isn't free. I remember. I'll close out here with this. And just thinking about that. Because what what I just said. Made me think about this. The the English revolution. That took place. A little over a hundred years. Before the American revolution. Was where the English people. Got rid of the king. They Actually killed the king. And there were others. That came back. Now, there were others and after a period they came back to a king but I think there had to have been people who remembered there was a time when we changed it for a minute and it didn't stick but I'm telling you little Johnny we did it and this king that you see right now he wasn't there and there was a and we had a we had something and we had some ideas that we wanted to put into play and and it didn't work. But remember that because you're just a farm boy, you know what I'm saying? But then that farm boy becomes a member of something, and becomes a member of that, and becomes somebody who goes off and comes to the colonies, maybe. remembers that his dad said that right there in England, we were able to throw away the king. So yeah, these cats talking about getting rid of the king from over here. Hell yeah, we can do it. They did it there and they got him back because they were right close to him. Now we have some space between, you know what I mean? It's threads that go through. It's that little programming that doesn't even, you know... My mind is just bouncing all over here, but I was listening to another podcast, Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History, and he was talking about how there can be lines and lines and lines and lines and lines of code and something, and a a glitch can be hidden. And to the extent that freedom is a glitch in the control mechanism model, right? Because in reality, that is the standard, is the guy on top pushing down. And we have been blessed with an opportunity to live someplace where it's a little better than that. And we can make it better still and make it last. So I really am going to stop because I'm just going way over. So thanks again to Tanika Drake for calling in. And and, um, thanks for listening. And shout out to my pizza delivery guy, Max, the other day when I was pitching that. Mulch, just random dude. We started talking about something, and and I don't know how podcast came. And I said, yeah, I had a little podcast. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, tell me about it. And uh, I gave him the link, and that kind of brought me back here, too, because out of nowhere, here's somebody who listens, and he just texted me. He said, hey, listen to one of your episodes. Keep going. And I just, you know, it's the little effects that people have on people so keep on keeping on everybody happy 4th of July let freedom rain hey thanks again for checking me out and hit me up on Facebook Michael T. Justice Twitter Michael T. Justice and of course here at Anchor FM you can leave a voice message and uh, I would love for any responses and um, requests.